Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Nick, write them down. Put them on your little word doc. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Josh Peterson, Jack Mitchell with you. Turn on your mic. Jack Mitchell, the oldest person I know that still listens to music that's new. Amazing. Yeah, Ma- wait, wait. This isn't new. Matthew Sweet. We were no, just talking about Matthew Sweet. I know, but you also listen to new stuff. Except for the album today, which he said he would listen to my album that I picked for today. Wow, Jack, you just kind of failed both I of us. I sort of don't even remember you saying that. I don't. Did I miss that? When last did that time, happen? Last time you were here. Oh. Yeah, you mentioned that you read his reviews, and he was like, what? That's right, that's right. And you're like, right. listen to the one that I do before you come Sorry. down. Sorry, okay, I forgot. Again, I forgot that you had said that. That's on me. It's okay. I would do that. And I don't listen to that much. I mean, listen, if I'm choosing what I'm listening to, I'm Are listening to. Are you going to old school? But again, there's people, again, parents... Of kids who are in the car with you, you listen. You end up listening to it, and you find stuff you most stuff you don't like, but maybe some stuff that you can tolerate or you like yeah. because of it. So, For sure. And I'm aware because of conversations because you talk of to your what children. Stuff is because I talk to my children. Hello, so. child. Keeps me young. Uh, speaking of young, Chip Kelly, young no more. Uh, moved to a <laughs> moved to Ohio State. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Sam McEwen wrote about it earlier this week, but the 2018 class of coaches. Most of them got hired in 2017, if not all of them got hired in 2017. Frost, Jimbo, Chip Kelly, Dan Mullen, etc. They are now gone. They're gone from their schools, which is pretty wild because that was a very memorable year of coaches. And imagine six years ago saying, hey, like none of them are going to succeed. And they're, and they're going to either leave on their own volition or get fired. You would have been yeah. stunned to, by it. To that point... I just had a random memory pop up right after this, before the season started. You were on vacation. I subbed in with, with John in the summer of 2018, mm-hmm. and we did this whole like quiz about that class of coaches who would be the first one fired, who would yes. who would have the best. Oh my gosh, I would love to see. I think what it was you guys with, chose. that was with John that I did that. We went through it with all of them. I'm sure we were very pro Frost in it, so of course. It, it will not have aged well. And so whatever I you would have think. guessed, you would have been way wrong. Yeah, it'd be inter- I wish I could find I don't know how far your shows go back, but it'd be really interesting to hear that. Yeah, we don't probably have the pots. I wonder if John has that on his prep sheet though anywhere. That would be really interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, cuz it was a yes. But, but anyway, it, sorry. You're, no, no, yes, you're, you're good. But it makes me wonder like about this particular crop of coaches in this cycle and how they will age over time. Like the biggest mm. difference I think this class versus that class is that you know going into the, the like the the coaches that those um guys replaced none of them were at the level of Nick Saban. Nick Saban retiring from Alabama, literally the best coach of his generation. Right. The best coach in my opinion of all time. Well, except for Mike Riley, but yeah, except for other Mike than Riley. that. The yes. national championship winning head coach from this past class is now off to the NFL. So Harbaugh leaves. So the best coach ever is gone and being replaced. The most recent national championship coach is gone. Texas A&M is also gone. And I was looking at the list because Alex Kirshner of Split Zone Duo, he put together, like he just kind of threw some thoughts together of every coach that has been replaced and by whom and kind of gave some thoughts about them. And it made me realize once again, whereas 
The one six years ago, I was very high on them. I thought a lot of those coaches were going to succeed. I definitely thought Frost would. I thought Chip Kelly would. I thought Dan Mullen would. I don't know how I felt about Jimbo, but I probably thought he was going to be good. Every coach from that one stunk. I don't think that any of these coaches from this cycle are going to turn into like great coaches. I don't think any of them are going to have like super memorable tenures for the right reasons. That's and, interesting. And so looking back, I wonder if I'm just going to be wrong again because I don't exp- like I think Kalen DeBoer is really really good. I think he is following the greatest ever and that's going to make his situation darn near untenable at times. So it, and it depends how you define that because it's going to be really hard for Michigan for Alabama number 1, but even Michigan to feel like they're taking a step in the right direction. 100%. Jerome Moore would have to match Harbaugh in terms of winning an ad. The only one, last year makes it hard, but the one I'm curious about would be Fish at Washington. Yeah. Like, again, like, I don't know. Because, does, because the standards aren't way, of course, there was last year. Yeah, but, but people aren't like, this is what they're going to be every year now. Right. Last year like, seemed like an outlier. I don't, if if I had to buy stock in one of them, he's probably the one that I'm, I'm buying stock what in. What do you think about Elko at Texas A&M? Do you think that that can be a? Is it just hard to say A and M can Man, have a good coach because it's Texas A and M? It feels like it. It just feels like that. That program is so big and so riddled with issues that I can't define. Yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, that's that's what the Jimbo tenure was, right? Yeah, you know, it was. It was. Just, I mean, of all the guys, it that just they have doesn't hired. feel. It doesn't feel like they're gonna get like above that. Above that, you know, kind of ceiling that they're hitting. They seem again. like, and I don't have a reason for that. No, you know what? They seem like one of those programs that are like pro franchises. You know how there are a lot of people, sadly myself included, at times that are like, "Yeah, the Cowboys are just never going to be able to do anything," and and it's just like, "Well, why?" And it's like, "Well, just because they stink." Right. You know, right. that's what Texas A and M is to me. Yeah. You know, like think of the coaches that they have had, and and I don't know who they had before Slocum, but the first coach that I remember them having was R.C. Slocum. Yep. And they had Dennis Franchione. Um, in there, uh, they had Mike Sherman in there. Yep. They had Kevin Sumlin, obviously, then Jimbo, and now they'll have Mike Elko. And I mean, of all of the guys that they hired, and the ones that we just mentioned, there's no reason that Jimbo shouldn't have been a success. He had right. won a national right. championship. Right. He was recruiting at a very high level. Um, he has an NFL type offense, and yet he he flamed completely flamed out. And it's just wild to think. And it's like if that guy can't do it. You know, yeah, that's how why, it feels. Why am I supposed that's to believe totally that anybody else can? And it's not like Elko. It's not like Elko was so. I mean, right? He was solid. Yeah, it was good. It yeah, was good. That's the way I describe. But I don't. I don't see him coming in like, oh, this is a different deal, right? He definitely, there's is no not, reason to feel like this is a different deal. Yeah, the names that we mentioned for the previous that the the cycle six years ago: Chip Kelly, huge name; Dan Mullen, pretty big name at the time; Jimbo yep. Fisher, massive name; Scott Frost, like the the most up and coming Group of Five guy at the time. Mike mm-hmm. Elko is not like any of those people. Now, maybe that ends up being a positive for Texas A&M. Yes. God, look at some of these other ones, though. You mentioned Kevin Sumlin. I forgot. Kevin Sumlin went to Arizona that year yes. after Rich Rod. Totally oh, forgot man. about that. That was when Arizona State hired Herm Edwards, and they had Todd Graham that before that. That was that year. Oh, my that gosh. Was, that was that year. I got more of them. That was when Willie Taggart went to Florida State. Wow, and he, he and went that, flaming out fast. That, that, How about Joe Moorhead. Joe Moorhead was he was among the ones that John and I talked about a lot. I remember because we liked. I I know I was a huge Joe, Joe Moorhead fan. I think some of the ones we answered were pretty positive toward him. 
Uh, Matt Luke replacing Hugh Freeze. Oh, boy, yeah, that didn't last very long. Mario Cristobal replacing Willie Taggart. Yeah, and that didn't last long, but for different reasons. Because he actually left. Jonathan Smith, he was also part of that class. Which is funny, because he is a part of the one that we're talking about today. Jonathan Smith. Going to Michigan State. Yep, uh, for sure. Yeah. Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel went to Central Florida. Yeah, before he... Sonny Dykes went to SMU then. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... In a way, the are lesson... any of these guys there? None of... Are, no, those are all gone. Any nope. of these ones... And Jonathan Smith just lost. He might have been left. Left. He would yeah. have been maybe the last he one. He would have been like one of the most successful teams. That, that was the Butch Jones to Jeremy Pruitt time, too. Yeah. At Tennessee. So I, I almost wonder if the lesson is not so much like these guys will all suck, but almost we thought we knew so much about those hires that last time. And Why of, were we so wrong? Yeah, yeah. Why, I don't know. why, and, and that's a great question. It's like, why were we so wrong? And why would I be wrong this time around? Because a lot of these guys did have success somewhere else, yeah. right? And it's funny, Jimbo Fisher, for you know as much as we've kind of crapped on him in this segment, he was good at times, you know? Right. They recruited very, very well. We right. never would have thought that this... His tenure, if you would have told me two off-seasons ago, and that was the off-season when he went after Saban, remember that? Mm-hmm. If you would have told me two off-seasons ago that, hey, uh, Jimbo's not me their coach in two years, I would have said, what? What right. happened? Right. And it, by the time he got fired, it felt very normal. Right. All right, when we return, um, some quarterback stuff. I read something from Mitch Sherman today, and it got me uh, it got me thinking about our friend of the Grum, Riley, who put together his list of true freshman quarterbacks mm. going back to 2013, what they have Ooh. done. And the question, of course, is going to be, what can we learn from this? We will tackle some of those numbers when we return. We will also pop open some brews because it is a One Beer Friday Brought to you by the Nebraska Craft Brewers Guild. Today, Cross Strain Brews. We are super excited for this. Jack is lifting his hands in the air. Jack will be opening the beers, and he'll be doing the hay. Oh, you're going to open the beers for all of us? What a guy. That's nice of you. What a guy. Wash your hands first, please, Yeah, please. Uh, So we'll do that. Let us know what you're drinking. Hashtag One Beer Friday, and you could win a $50 gift card to Cross Strain. What What a a deal. deal. What a deal. Indeed. That's next on 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.